The Talking Point with Kathy Motsasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. A law firm in Kabeha has been ordered to pay damages to one of their former clients. Now, the client sustained injuries after being shot in the face by a police officer in 2008. According to reports, the client approached a law firm to help them sue the police, but they didn't file the claim on time. He then went to a second law firm applying to sue the first law firm for having failed in assisting him in the claim against the police. Well, the High Court has since ruled in his favor, meaning that the law firm that failed to act on his claim now has to pay damages to the client. Well, this case could be quite precedent-setting for the industry. Kathleen Matolo-Klepu is the chairperson of the Legal Practice Council. Good morning, Kathleen, and thank you so much for your time today. Let's talk about, you know, just the significance in terms of the case. I know that you can't go into the specifics, but certainly more broadly, what is the impact of this case on the law fraternity? Uh, Kathy, uh, uh, as much as I haven't read the full judgment, but it is quite, uh, it has a, uh, a huge impact in that uh, the law firms can be sued, you know, uh, if if failure to 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 comply or to further the mandate of the client. But remember, what we do have, we have an indemnity mm. insurance as the uh, the legal attorneys, especially attorneys. And normally, when a, a member of the public is unhappy, she sues the law firm. Then the law firm can actually uh, submit a claim to the uh, legal professional indemnity fund. You know so that they can actually deal with that, that matter. Mm. Of course, one of the things that it, it says from the perspective of the court is that, you know, lawyers are not supposed to be handling potential clients or civilians in any kind of way, especially where they have committed to taking a matter up. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, this is our code of conduct specific, uh, specific on that. You, when you take a matter, you must make sure that you fulfill the mandate. You cannot take a matter and not do as, as you promised clients because there are issues of prescription, there are issues, I mean, there's a lot at stage. Uh, access to the public, uh, uh, to justice is very important for us. So you cannot really take uh, client issues for granted. And, and, and so ultimately... And I'm saying that you can be reported to the uh, 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 legal practice council mm-hmm. and you get charged for failure. When, when we look at some of the issues of malpractice, if I can put it that way, for lack of a better phrase, and I know because you're a lawyer, it could mean something completely different. But where yeah. lawyers have not done their end and have not done what they needed to do in, in the interest of clients, what are some of the more common complaints that generally arise uh, from cases of this nature? No, normally the, most of the common complaints is failure to account mm. and failure to, to, to keep uh, your client abreast of what is happening and, and, and having the matter prescribed in your, in your hands, you know. 
which is which is undesirable because once the matter is prescribed, it means actually your client has lost the matter already before it even goes to court. Mm, mm, mm. And do you and, think and that in enough people know and understand what mechanisms are available to hold law firms accountable? Because the reality is they always seem so much bigger than what we as ordinary citizens can offer in terms of, you know, they've got the knowledge and the skill to be able to fight whatever it is that you bring against them in court. I I think that the public uh, is free to go to, you know, that since we came in as a legal practice council, we try to make ourselves uh, visible. Everybody who has a complaint against a legal practitioner has the right, you can write to the practice council in your province and we will investigate the issue and make sure that you, 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 you get, uh, you, the, the legal practitioner is disciplined. Mm. What, what do cases like this do for the law fraternity, you think? Those are, that's why I'm saying that we, we, we need to up our game in the sense that we mm. educate, should educate uh, members of the public where to go if they have got complaints. And fortunately, now the ombudsman will be in place. You know, I think within him, he's already in place, but he's not operational yet. If you have a complaint against the legal practice council, you can still go to the ombudsman, the legal practice ombudsman. All right, Kathleen Matolo-Glepu, let me leave it there for today. She's the chairperson of the Legal Practice Council. And as you heard, I mean, uh, the story, the story here of... um, of Taqueen Julius is, you know, it's it's incredible. This is a man who lost one eye, is now blind in the other. And when he approached the first law firm, they in fact said to him, they said, look, this is a big case, you know, we're going to need time to deal with it. Um, but they just unfortunately uh, never, never got round to it and never dealt with his issues on time. And, uh, you know, um, the Judge Eckstein in in his judgment describing Julius as an unsophisticated man who had left school in grade seven due to financial constraints. And therefore, you know, this was somebody who the judge looked at and thought was taken advantage of by these lawyers who kept making these promises to look into his case, to pursue his case, but never actually really followed it up. And now they are the ones who have to pay, which is a great story um, for Julie's. But of course, you know, not great in terms of the fact that these lawyers, two different law firms, would have treated this man in that way. And I'm also keen to hear your own stories um, with with lawyers this morning. What has been your experience with the legal fraternity, the challenges that arise? I know oftentimes it's just hard being able to sit down and have conversations with lawyers and give instructions because it just always seems like it's so high level. It's so high level. And you really need somebody who's going to sit down and have the patience to work through some of the stuff with you. And oftentimes, if you're not paying a top rate for a top lawyer, that's not the kind of treatment that you get. So how do you work around it? And how do you hold the lawyers that you are 
you know, that, that you are giving cases to, that you are approaching as a client? How do you hold them accountable? Are there ways of, of, of even doing that that you are aware of? Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you on, on this particular issue as well and, and the impact then of, of such a ruling and what you think it could do uh, for the legal fraternity. Of course, I'll take your calls, your WhatsApp voice notes on anything else that is on your mind. <laughs> I saw this one and... Um, it actually made me laugh. Uh, good day, Kathy. It hasn't been 24 hours since you had a Spielman on your show. This is um, the the mayor who was part of our municipal watch feature yesterday as we were looking into the Machabing local municipality. So the listener says it hasn't been 24 hours since you had Spielman on your show. As I'm talking, there's no water in Gutwanong since yesterday after your show to this minute. Yeah, and that just, I suppose, it, it really emphasizes the point when it comes to service delivery there. All right, it's 9.30. Nomsam Guli standing by with your latest news headlines.